Blog Talk Radio.
I am Jehovah, the mighty God. Welcome to Miracle Internet Church. I'm Pastor Sabrina, and we are a Christian Protestant Internet Church, and we meet on the Internet every Wednesday evening and every Friday evening at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Time in the United States of America, and whatever time it happens to be where you are. Amen? Praise the Lord. We are in over 100 countries all over the globe, and we invite you, no matter what time zone you find yourself in, to join us and to partake of the word of the Lord. It's rich here. You won't find those fluff sermons that you find elsewhere. What you will find is the word of the Lord preached under the power of the Holy Spirit. So I encourage you to invite your friends and your enemies and your in-laws and your outlaws or whatever you happen to have and come and hear from the Lord, hear what God has to say. There has been a time in the past where the word of God was extremely scarce, and that time has come again. So whenever you have the opportunity to hear from heaven, you should take full advantage of it. Amen? Amen. We want to invite you, if you're a first-time listener or a returner, we invite you to join us in our chat room. And our chat room is located on our webpage. Our webpage is www.miracle. InternetChurch.com That's MiracleInternetChurch.com Amen? Amen. You may peruse our entire website. There's plenty of information there for every person. We even have a King James Version audio Bible there for those who care to listen. And we have archived sermons. For uh, all of the sermons uh, that we have done are listed under archive sermons. All the live broadcasts are listed under archive sermons right across the banner on the website, right across the banner at the top on the website. It says archive sermons. That means that all of our sermons are not on YouTube. No, they are not. Select sermons are on YouTube. All of them, however, are located on our website. So if you're one of those persons who still run into YouTube, you need to correct yourself and come up on the website where all of the sermons are. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. And no, we are not going to repost them 
the ones that are not on YouTube on YouTube. Amen? The sermons are located on this website, MiracleInternetChurch.com, under Archive Sermons, and that's where they are. Amen? We do between two to three sermons every week, 52 weeks of the year. We've been on the air, I think, over 12 years now. So there's plenty of word, plenty of deliverance, plenty of healing, plenty of ministry to be found on the website. Amen? Amen. And that's where our sermons are located, for those who didn't know. Amen. Praise the Lord. Now, your instructions, if you've been with us for any such time, has been for you to ask the Holy Spirit, to take you into the archive and to take you to the sermon he wants you to listen to. Some of you have learned the blessedness of obedience. You found out that when you do it the way pastor says to do it, you come up with what you really do need when you need it. Others of you do just what you've always done in life, You do whatever you feel like doing, and then you will get the results of that. Amen? So, if you want the blessing, you will learn progressively to walk in obedience. If you want to do it your way, as usual, you're going to keep on doing it your way. Pray that you grow and mature and learn to do things God's way. Amen? Amen. Amen, amen, amen. God is so gracious. He's so forbearing, so patient, so long-suffering with us. And we need to get the point that it's time to obey him. Should we obey God rather than man? Yes, you should obey God instead of yourself. Amen? You should obey God instead of yourself. Amen. It's the truth. And so we're going to talk about this tonight. We're going to have a little chat with the Lord about this. And we're going to come to a better understanding of what the Lord really wants us to do. Amen. Now, If you're on a cell phone, an iPhone, some sort of device, you go to your browser and you pull up internetchurch.com. When the page comes up, across the banner, you'll see three white lines on a black background. You click those three lines, and it opens up all the other links to you. Amen? Amen. So, You can find what you need. If you're on a computer, the page comes up. Across the banner, it'll say M-I-C Radio Chat. M-I-C Radio Chat. Click that link. When the page turns, click Guest. Sign in using your name. Amen? Say hi to the saints. And the saints will greet you in Jesus' name. 
Praise the Lord. Thank everyone who has been praying for me. I can feel your prayers, and I can tell the difference. I'm feeling better these days. Thank you so much. I still um, am getting over some of the symptoms, so my voice is not as strong as it usually is. But I want to thank you for your continued prayer support. And I want to thank the Lord for using your prayers to help me to recover. Amen? Amen. Praise God. This is a ministry where we pray for each other. Amen? Amen. Praise God. And uh, there's something else I wanted to say, but I don't think I'm going to say it right now. In fact, I may not say it tonight at all. I think I'm going to wait on that. But God has a blessing for us tonight. But you see, you have to want to receive the blessing. You've got to want to receive it. You know, there are people, you know, you can can get them a gift and you can hand it to them and they say, hmm, thank you. And that just means just that, hmm, you gave me something, thank you. Then there are times when you can... You can give someone a gift, and they really appreciate it. Do you know it's two completely different things happening? They can really appreciate it. Amen? Well, you have to set yourself to be in a position to truly appreciate the gift that God's bringing, because it is a gift. It's a gift of love. Amen? And only you can set yourself that way. No one else can do it for you. You have to determine if you're going to open your heart to hear what God has to say tonight or if you're just going to sit there and act like, well, I'm listening one more time. In other words, I'm checking off my list, God. See, I came to church and I'm listening. Mm, Not so much. He wants you here with your whole heart, your whole soul, your whole mind, not distracted, not distracted. He wants you to pay attention. Why? When you come to the Lord, you want him to pay attention to you and to what you have to say. You want him to hear not only what you say, but the parts that you're not getting said verbally. So when you come to church, you should be equally, if not more so, committed to hear him. And to hear him with your heart. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. So we want to thank the Lord for his goodness. And we want to thank him for the warm weather. That's what I forgot. Thank you, Holy Spirit. See, God is good. He just reminded me of what I forgot. Amen. Let me write it down so that I don't forget again. Amen. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Holy Spirit. So, it's a good thing to know Jesus. It's a good thing for him to watch over your life and protect you and lead you and guide you and direct you and provide whatever you need. It's a good thing. Amen? It's a very good thing. So, we're going to go ahead tonight 
and we're going to enter into prayer. As we're praying, I want you all to pray in your prayer languages. Some of you don't utilize your prayer language enough. You don't utilize your prayer language enough. You don't get enough out of it because you don't put enough in. You know, no deposit, no return. If you only spend 10 minutes praying in tongues, you're not going to get the full benefit. Amen? So I want to encourage you, as you're putting your scriptures into the the MIC radio chat, as we do the opening prayer, to pray in your prayer language the entire time. Some of you have not yet come to the place that you can pray in your prayer language for that long. You know why? Because you don't do it. That's why. It's not that you lack the ability or capacity. You just don't do it. But you see, if you're ever going to learn how to press into prayer with God, you're going to have to get there. Amen? Amen. So I want to encourage you to do just that. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Amen, amen, amen. So Heavenly Father, we come to you tonight in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. We thank you that you've given us a position seated in heavenly places with Christ Jesus far above. Thank you, Lord. We want to thank you for the blood of Jesus. We forgive all such that should be forgiven, Lord. And, Lord, when people have done things that didn't come come out quite right, we forgive them. They made an effort. They didn't quite have it together. We forgive that. But we thank you for making it work out for our good. (coughs) We give you praise. We give you glory. We thank you, Lord, that as you watch over our lives, you cause even those things that didn't go right, the things that went awry, to work out on our behalf. We want to thank you for that. We want to thank you for the armor of God. We want to thank you for your plan for each person's life, Lord. We want to thank you for the Holy Scriptures that you've given us. We want to thank you for our prayer languages. We want to thank you that we have access to your throne. We want to thank you that we have access to your mercy and to your forgiveness and your long-suffering. We want to thank you, Lord that whatever we need, you will supply it, whether it be health or anything else. You've given us so graciously the Lord Jesus. You will not withhold any good thing from those that walk uprightly before you. We want to thank you for your graciousness, for your generosity, and for your love. We want to thank you for your divine protection, Lord. Many of us have been saved from death and don't know it. We want to thank you for that. We want to thank you for your guidance. We want to thank you for your counsel. We want to thank you for the wall of fire that surrounds us with your very glory in the midst. 
We want to thank you for your warring, linking angels, your praising angels, and the ministering spirits. We want to thank you for every blessing and every grace that we have been given from you, every perfect gift that has come down from above. We want to thank you. We don't take you for granted, nor do we take these broadcasts for granted. You come to meet with us and to speak with us and to touch our lives. We welcome you. We thank you. And we give you praise, Father, in Jesus' name. We thank you and we give you praise in Jesus' name. We want to thank you, Lord. That you are worthy You are our Lord and our God And you're worthy To receive all the glory All the honor All the power Because you are the creator of all things By your will they were created And because of your desire They've come into being You adopted us as your child through Jesus Christ our Lord, in accord with your pleasure and your goodwill. We pray, Father, that we will be active in sharing our faith so that we will have a full understanding of every good thing that we have through Jesus Christ our Lord. We ask you, Father, to give us a more complete understanding of what you want to do in our lives. Help us to understand at our level. We ask you to make us wise with spiritual wisdom that we may live always to honor you and to please you and so that we will continually do good and kind things for others and ourselves. And yes, Lord, We want to know you better. Jesus Christ has been made unto each of us wisdom. We have been called to single-mindedly walk in that wisdom, expecting to know what to do in every situation and be on top of every circumstance. Lord, we can't do that, walking in the flesh. We can only accomplish that walking in the Spirit, being led by the Holy Spirit. We want to thank you for the Holy Spirit, Lord. We want to thank you. So, Father, we roll our works upon you, and we commit and trust them completely to you. And we ask you to cause our thoughts to become agreeable to your will so that our plans will be established and succeed. We ask you to direct our steps and make them sure. We ask you to help us to understand and firmly grasp what your will is. Because you're not vague, you're not thoughtless, and you're not foolish, and neither should we be. We stand firm and convinced and fully assured of what you tell us to do. Father, you have destined and appointed us to come to know and to recognize your will more strongly and clearly. We want to thank you for the Holy Spirit who lives 
in us and guides us into all truth. And he speaks whatever he hears from you. So we want to thank you that he'll tell us what we need to know when we need to know it. We have access by your grace to the mind of Christ. And we thank you for the plans and purposes of his heart and that you are bringing us into line with them. We give you praise, we give you glory, and we give you honor for your gracious inheritance to us. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' holy name. Ah, Lord God. Thou hast made the heavens and the earth by thy great power. Nothing is too difficult for you. Nothing is too difficult for you. We want to thank you, Lord, that our loins are girt about with the spirit of truth. Everything that we hear, Father, is not the truth. But the spirit of truth can tell no lie. And if we would humble ourselves and ask you, you will reveal truth to us. We thank you for the breastplate of righteousness and that our feet are actually shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. We thank you for the shield of faith so that we can be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. We put on the helmet of salvation and we take the sword of the spirit which is the word of God. We thank you, Lord, that we are covered by the blood of Jesus Christ, and no weapon formed against us shall be able to prosper. And every tongue that rises against us in judgment, we shall condemn. We thank you that you are our shepherd, that we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us, that we can cast all of our cares upon you, Because you care for us We know that by the stripes of Jesus We have been healed So Father in the name of Jesus Christ From our position seated in heavenly places with Christ Jesus We bind Satan the strong man And all his evil angels, evil spirits, demonic agents all of his underlings, timings, maneuvers, tactics, devices, plans, and orders. And we cancel all demonic assignments and satanic agendas against the righteous in Jesus' name. We take the territory from Satan in Jesus' name. And we bind every form of godliness which denies the power of Jesus Christ. We come into agreement with the Father, Jesus Christ, and the Holy Spirit. And we come out of agreement with Satan, his agents, and his power in Jesus' name. We close and seal all portals, all channels, all open doors of access to the enemy. We pull down all demonic thrones. We bind the wicked principalities, powers, rulers of darkness, and all spiritual wickedness in high places. We release the all-consuming fire of God on every ley line, silver cord, and garland. We bind the demons and workers of darkness in the heavenlies, in the bush, and in the deep. We bind rape and murder to its strong men and dethrone them all, chaining them all in eternal chains and darkness, placing them in the custody of the Holy Spirit. 
We bind the sources of all witchcraft attacks, and we return the attacks unto the heads of the devils that bring them to cling to them for eternity. We bind all trafficking, reporting, listening, watching, peeping, whispering, familiar demons, all electronic, digital, and technology demons in their attacks. Leviathan spirits in their attacks, Kundalini spirits in their attacks, water and marine spirits in their attacks, sex devils in their attacks, unclean spirits in their attacks, passive devils in their attacks, all electromagnetic attacks, smart technology attacks, techno-paganism, and mind control by the occult. We bind you all in the name of Jesus Christ, and we send these attacks back where they came from according to the covenant in Jesus' name. We bind all pain-afflicting spirits, sleep deprivation spirits, artificial intelligence, smart dust spirits, all sorcery devils and their attacks, seducing, womanizing spirits, the Havana syndrome, brain changes, injuries, all remote viewing, all sonic and audio weapons, Oh, yes, we bind them in the name of Jesus Christ. Every spirit and every attack being sent to us while we are on the air, while we are broadcasting, we return to sender. Shields up in Jesus' name. We bind the whoredom spirits in their attacks, all the voices of the stranger in their attacks, targeted radio frequencies, all pulse weapons in their attacks, microwave attacks, debilitating sonic frequencies, and the work of every druid. We bind all mystic rituals and their intent. We bind every trance and all hypnosis in Jesus' name. We bind all microwave frequency attacks, 5G and and components, EMF attacks, EMPs. We bind you in the name of Jesus Christ. We forbid you in Jesus' holy name. We forbid you in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind all ill effects coming from the satellites, from the cell towers, through the cell phones, through the computers, through any electronic or technological device. We bind you in Jesus' holy name. We overturn and empty all cauldrons and chalices upon the heads of the conjurers, And the magicians, we bind every order of magic and mystic arts. We bind Buddhist, black magic, Santeria, Kabbalah, Egyptian, Chaldean, Hindu, Indian, African, Australian, North American, South American, Indonesian, Asian, Native persons, indigenous persons, tribal groups. North American, South American, Caribbean, Bermuda, Barbados, Jamaica, Haiti, Dominican Republic, Caribbean and Latin American black and white magic in Jesus' holy name. You're bound. We bind all Morgellons attacks and we return every attack to the senders. 
We bind the culture of corruption worldwide. We bind all free-flying devils. And we bind all evil spirits which take animal forms, shape-shifting spirits, and trapping them into their own form. Thank you, Holy Spirit. We bind impulsivity, inattention, racing mind, and the dominion of sin in our culture. We bind the prince of the power of the air, and we return his powers to Jesus Christ. We bind the power of the dog and every abomination that's been committed. We bind the Lord of the flies and his agents, and we place them under the feet of the Lord Jesus. We bind the Mandela effect and all satanic ritual abuse devils, satanic worship, and witchcraft dedication. We bind all formations of bullflies and demonic insects. We bind all spiders and their webs. Trapping them into their own webs, we bind the transference of evil spirits, spirits of infirmity, supplanting the gods of the people of the land, the gods of the groves, and every spirit that exalts science, logic, human reasoning, demonic knowledge against the knowledge of God and makes man wise in his own eyes. We bind all demons sent forth to intimidate, harass, manipulate, lie against, mock, wear down, Infect, destroy, spy, sabotage, hinder, besmirch, block, distract, confuse, pervert, stifle, curse, expose, stop, assassinate, defile, corrupt, divide, confound, undermine, attack, reproach, despise, and reduce the effectiveness of the righteous in Christ Jesus. We return all the attacks that have been sent against Vladimir Putin right back to the witches, warlocks, wizards, sorcerers, and shamans that conjured up those powers in Jesus' name. Every attack must go back in the name of Jesus Christ. Every attack must go back in the name of Jesus Christ. We return and loose these attacks to the senders according to the covenant. We bind the bondage of fools. We bind the spirit of the fools. We bind the fool's anger, and we bind the carnal mind in Jesus' name. We return to sender, according to the covenant, all in every reprisal, retribution, counterattack, retaliation, all avenging, all blowbacks, all vengeance, every boomerang, each payback, and all requiting of our righteous warfare in Jesus' name. This includes every evil work, mark, rite, ritual, ceremony, sacrifice, proclamation, pronouncement, vow, root work or sin against us, all astral projections, sending demons to work against us and against all that pertains to us. No demon, no wicked person or unrighteous event left behind. All death spirits return to the sender in Jesus' name. All death spirits return to the sender in Jesus' name. We bind all vampire spirits, voodoo, hoodoo, ancient arts. Mm-hmm. Mystic rituals, devils attending the New World Order, New Age Movement, and the Great Reset in Jesus' name. We bind the One World Government, One World Religion, and One World Economy in Jesus' name. We bind make-believe, fantasy, and and la-la land. We bind the spirits and works of the oppressors and the spirits and the children of disobedience. We bind false religions, numerology, horoscopes. Martial arts, yoga, transcendental meditation, antichrist ideologies and doctrines, make-believe, fantasy, Ahab and Jezebelic spirits and practices, lewdness, perversions, the outworking of vain deceit, death spirits, spirits of destruction, chaos, and mayhem, 
oppression, depression, anarchy, premonition, clairvoyance, ESP, telepathy, psychokinesis, out-of-body experiences, reincarnation, haunting, poltergeist, astral travel, psychic healing, demonic meditation, spirit guides, and defilement by wizards. We bind it all in the name of Jesus Christ. We want to thank you for that, Lord. We want to thank you for that. We bind the king of pride and all of those in his kingdom. We bind all the spirits in his kingdom in the name of Jesus Christ. We strip him of his powers and we return them to the Lord Jesus. We bind all human blood, sexual, financial, animal, fecal, and soulish sacrifices in Jesus' name. We bind all devils attached to idols and idolatry. We bind every form of rebellion, idolatry, root work, mind control, apathy, nature worship, deception, scoffing, error, worldly indoctrination, military spirits, rioting, abuse, all trolls, all fear, combative jealousy, fleshly ambition, the culture of corruption, weariness, betrayal, unfaithfulness, and temptation to sin. We bind Belial, Beelzebub, Baal, Basilek, Molech, Python, Neptune, Zeus, Apollyon, Kali, all gods and all goddesses. Mammon, Atlas, Baphomet, and the 72, and we chain them all with eternal chains under darkness. We undo the works of all demonic weapons, fireballs, poisons, voodoo pins, and dolls, hot and cold spots, codes, triggers, charms, tumors, and designs. We break the power of every Masonic ritual, rite, and ceremony. We bind the work of the Demolay and other associated groups in Jesus' name. And we return their afflictions to the worker of witchcraft and their pagan sources. We bind every spirit that was familiar to the Laodiceans. We bind the pride and foolishness of our own opinions, and we return and lose all the retaliations of the enemy upon his own head according to the scriptures. We bind all traditions and customs rooted in sin. We denounce and renounce them all, and we loose ourselves from them. We bind the gang stalkers and send their fear, harassments, and witchcraft and mind control back on their own heads in Jesus' name. We bind the spirit of slumber. We thank you, Father, that you have given us power over all the power of the enemy and nothing shall by any means harm us. We rejoice with you that our names are written in heaven. We bind every spirit that denies the deity of the Lord Jesus Christ and his blood atonement on the cross of Calvary. Father, we ask for eyes to see, ears to hear, hearts to believe, minds to receive what the Spirit of God says to the church. We repent of an evil heart of unbelief in accord with Calvary. We ask you, Father, to teach us (coughs) to guard our hearts with all diligence. Lord, we've come to loose the bands of wickedness, to undo heavy burdens, to let the oppressed go free, and to break every yoke and chain, and to call for justice and plead for truth. Lord, develop in us a love for the truth. Lead us into truth. Your word is truth. Make us to know the truth, and your truth will make us free. When the enemy comes in like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord shall lift up a standard against him. Lord, we've come to celebrate the scriptures with you and to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. We will not turn back from pursuing the enemy until the Godhead does. The Lord Jesus Christ is our commander-in-chief in whom... We serve and obey. Father, we pray for the peace of Jerusalem, for kings, for all who are in authority, and all true Christians everywhere. Though we walk in the midst of trouble, you will revive us. You will stretch forth your hand against the wrath of our enemies, and your right hand shall save us. We want to thank you for that, Father. 
We disconnect ourselves from every spirit that we came in contact with, Father, on the phone as we left our employment, at the store with the neighbors, the visitors, the post office, the bank, the hardware store, wherever we were. We command every demon that followed us, was sent to us, transferred us to be bound now, and leave us in the name of Jesus Christ. We break your bands asunder in the name of Jesus Christ. We disconnect ourselves, Father, from the finances that we left wherever we did business today. Father, many times we must do business in the marketplace with companies and businesses that are not holy, that are not Christian, that are not sanctified. And we must engage in in uh, exchange, in financial exchange. So we disconnect ourselves from those finances that we were leased when we had to do a business exchange. It in no way connects us to the business itself, to their God, to their demon, to their sin. We thank you and we give you praise for the blood of Jesus Christ. For the blood of Jesus Christ You tell us to come out from among them And to be separate So we separate ourselves from that Father in Jesus name Likewise we disconnect ourselves From persons who had to service us Whatever the need May be they had to be employed for the purpose of servicing a need. We ask you, Lord, to bless them as they were a blessing to us. We ask you also, Lord, to disconnect us from them in the name of Jesus Christ. For we will not be a partaker of other men's sins in Jesus' name. We plead the blood of Jesus over our transportation, <clears throat> and the airways or roads that we must travel, Lord. We thank you that you've released your angels ahead of us, Lord. We disconnect ourselves from all bad dreams and nightmares and sex dreams and persons and entities <clears throat> attempting to invade our dreams, Lord. We thank you for the wall of protection around us, the fiery wall, Father. And we send those dreams, anything that we were fed in those dreams, and the seeds of those dreams. We uproot them, and we send them back where they came from, in the name of Jesus Christ, in Jesus' holy name. We pull out our fiery darts, pins, needles, spears, all voodoo. We send it all back where it came from, in the name of Jesus Christ. We cut ourselves free from all ungodly silver cords and ley lines and soul ties. Vows, pledges, pacts, leagues, attachments, covenants, agreements, oaths, consents, garlands, and every form of agreement with the demonic realm. 
We pull down protections around shamanists, glo- shamans, globalists, nanotechnology, Satanists, wizards, warlocks, witches, sorcerers, divinators, and prophylliers in Jesus' name. We break the power of all love spells, vexes, hexes, curses, spells, charms, fetishes, voodoo, magic, sorcery, sickness, pain, and torment, psychic warfare, psychic power, all mind control, all psychic prayers, all ungodly blessings, incense and candle burnings, hoodoo, crystals, root works, tribal rituals and sins, all incantations, every form of wickedness being sent against us, we return it in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind spirits of jealousy that have been sent against us to paralyze us in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind spirits of hatred, bitterness, murder, uh, wizardry, sorcery, and all other wicked spirits. We bind spirits of error that attack us in the name of Jesus Christ. We send them back from whence they came, and we thank you, Holy Father, for your peace being released upon your children. In Jesus' name, and everybody said amen, amen, and amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. God is good. So tonight, saints, Father, we come before you in the name of Jesus Christ. And the meteorologists have already begun to declare that the hurricane season is about to begin. Well, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we are told in the word that we don't have to observe seasons of such. And so we don't. From our position, seated in heavenly places with Christ Jesus, we take authority, dominion, and power over all of those predicted hurricanes, tropical storms, tornadoes, tsunamis, and all earthquakes, and all other such events in the name of Jesus Christ. We take authority, dominion, and power over what is called global warming, and we bind it in the name of Jesus Christ. We forbid it to exert influence in the earth in the name of Jesus Christ. We forbid it. We bind El Nina in the name of Jesus Christ. And we bind other such currents that set up situations in the waters and over the earth to bring destruction, to bring loss of property, loss of life, and chaos, mayhem, and all forms of destruction in Jesus' name. We bind it in Jesus' holy name. We bind events in the earth's atmosphere that are being contrived by mankind and by technology. We bind it in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind the Star Wars effect in Jesus' holy name. We bind the Star Wars effect in Jesus' name. We bind the witchcraft that's done on all the moons and all the phases of the moon. Hey, 
In Jesus' name, we give you praise, Lord. We give you glory. We give you honor, and we thank you for it, Father, in the name of Jesus. Thy will be done on earth just as it is in heaven. We ask you, Father, to release your angels, release your hosts, to see to it that your will is done on earth just as it is in heaven. Amen. Our featured psalm for tonight's worship service is Psalm 5. Our featured psalm for tonight's worship service is Psalm 5. Our verse for meditation comes from the book of Psalms as well. Psalm 46, verse 10. Psalm 46, verse 10. Amen. And our featured ebook is Blocking the Holy Spirit Bible Study. Blocking the Holy Spirit Bible Study. Amen. Amen. Father, we take authority, dominion, and power over unusual weather conditions, and we bind avalanches. Underground seismic activities. Mudslides, we bind you in Jesus' name. Torrential rains, we bind you. Flooding, we bind you in the name of Jesus. We bind sinkholes in Jesus' name. Shifting in caverns. Things that are done to bring eruptions from under the earth. Missiles. 
Unusual lightning strike. Pulling down those strongholds now. In Jesus' holy name. Ishe, whirlwind. We bind you all in Jesus' name. Rule the diasan der rukuhu rusu der abrike di sa der abru. Rise der abrike der idiosun der abraka der abrise te. Rise der abrike si de 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 osun na 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 osun der abri. Rise der abrike der idiosun der abrike si de 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 osuta. Rule la yasa ha ba shuda rukuhu ba rekita. Yonda na ne on no no regise be shekuta. Ruka de baruhu de sakuta rabara. Yarikise me shete de sota rabareki alelease. Rikisite rabara kushete rabarekia. We give you praise, Father. We give you praise. Halareyosu horeki. We give you praise. Arareyosu torara. We give you praise, Father. We thank you, Holy Spirit, for the intercession in Jesus' name. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, Father. We give you praise in Jesus' name. Our guest call-in number is area code 319-527-6235 and press 1. So tonight we're going to talk about the grace of surrender. The grace of surrender. Amen. The grace of surrender. Praise the Lord. Amen. Praise the Lord. Mm, All right. Well, Jesus Christ lived his earthly life in complete obedience to his Father in heaven. Jesus Christ lived his earthly life in complete obedience to his Father in heaven. His choices to pursue the path of obedience eventually led him to obtain and to win the victory over Satan. His choices to pursue the path of obedience eventually led him to obtain and win the victory over Satan. Jesus Christ demonstrated for us how to walk with the Father and how to win the victory. If we desire to live in a position of power, Over the enemy, we must follow 
the example of our Lord and Savior. If we desire to live in a position of power over the enemy, we must follow the example of our Lord and Savior. The scriptures declare that God is in opposition to the proud. He is in opposition to the proud. But instead, he releases his grace to those who humble themselves before him. That's right. James chapter 4, James chapter 4, beginning with verse 6. James chapter 4, beginning with verse 6. But he giveth more grace. Wherefore, he saith, God resisteth the proud, but giveth grace unto the humble. Submit yourselves, therefore, to God. Resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Unfortunately, there are saints who actually believe that everybody else is ought to do their praying for them, and everybody else ought to do their spiritual warfare for them. What a foolish thought that is. Because it is 100% contrary to the scriptures. You must do your own spiritual warfare. The saints will come in agreement with the Lord and with his will for your life and in agreement with the scriptures that you're standing on for God to move in whatever you need. But you must get up off your blessed assurance and do your own spiritual warfare. That's right. You must get up off your own blessed assurance and do your own spiritual warfare. Amen. You know there are spouses who don't go to church at all. They leave that to their 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 spouse to go to church and to find out about God and to do the praying and so on and so forth. They sit home on their leave. Well, God doesn't like that. That doesn't honor him. That's not his will. So if that's the practice that you have, know that it does not please God and that it will eventually bring a judgment. Amen? Amen. The instructions from the scripture that we read are as follows. Number one, number one, submit yourselves, therefore, to God. It's something you must do. Submit yourself. Therefore, to God. It is so easy to say, Lord, I submit myself to you without actually doing this on a perpetual and continual basis. 
so many do this very thing. The mouth speaks to God, but the life does not confirm the word spoken. So, so many do this very thing. The mouth speaks to God. The life does not confirm the words that were spoken. In our present culture, submission is not the order of the day. People are willful and unruly. They reject the rule of law. They are lawless, disorderly, and not in conformity to the norms and rules of society. In other words, they prefer a lifestyle of rebellion. Most persons do what is right in their own eyes. That's what most people do. They fully reject the duty of full submission to a divine deity. They fully reject the duty of full submission to a divine deity. They're not going to do it, so they say. Amen? That's what they're saying. They ain't got to do that. And why do you think they ought to? They've been doing what they wanted to do for as long as they can remember, and they like it that way. Well, it doesn't work as well as they think, you know. In Ecclesiastes chapter 12, verse 13, Ecclesiastes chapter 12, verse 13, we find these words. Let us hear the conclusion of the whole matter. Fear God, keep his commandments, for this is the whole duty of man, to fear God, to reverence God, and to keep his commandments, obey what he says to do. Amen? Amen. Micah. Micah's in the Old Testament, right after Jonah. Micah, chapter 6, verse 8. Micah, chapter 6, verse 8. He hath showed thee, O man, what is good and what doth the Lord require of thee. What doth the Lord require of thee but to do justly and to love mercy and to walk humbly with thy God? It's required. It's not a suggestion. It's not a clue. It's a requirement. Jeremiah. Chapter 4, verse 22. Jeremiah, 
chapter 4, verse 22. Jeremiah comes right after the book of Isaiah in the Old Testament. Jeremiah, chapter 4, verse 22. God speaking about his own people in this scripture. For my people is foolish. They have not known me. They are sottish children, and they have none understanding. They are wise to do evil, but to do good, they have no knowledge. That's what God has to say about the matter. So he requires that we turn from our wickedness and turn to him. You see, as a sinner, you did as you pleased. But now you have come to the kingdom of our God. You have come to God's kingdom. You're not out there in the world on your own anymore. You're in a new kingdom. It's got new laws, new ways, new practices. And it's time you to adapt. Amen? In Matthew chapter 6, verse 33. Matthew chapter 6, verse 33. But seek ye first the kingdom of God. Seek ye first, not when you get around to it, no, first. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, his way of doing things. Not your way, his way. The kingdom of God under the rulership of the king of kings. The kingdom of God is under the rulership of the king of kings. In Revelation chapter 17, Revelation chapter 17, verse 14. Revelation chapter 17, verse 14. For he is Lord of lords and king of kings, and they that are with him are called and chosen and faithful. For he is Lord of lords, and king of kings, and they that are with him are called and chosen and faithful. Revelation chapter 19, verse 16. Revelation chapter 19, verse 16. Speaking of Jesus, and he hath on his vesture and on his thigh a name written, King of kings and Lord of lords. So it is clear that Jesus Christ is the King of kings, and he is the ruler of the kingdom of God. The king is in charge of the kingdom, not the subject. The king 
is in charge of the kingdom, not the subject. Amen? In God's kingdom, his order has already been established. In God's kingdom, his order has already been established. Amen? In Psalm 19, verse 9. Psalm 19, verse 9. The fear of the Lord is clean, enduring forever. The judgments of the Lord are true and righteous altogether. The fear of the Lord is clean, enduring forever. The judgments of the Lord are true and righteous altogether. Now, that's an important verse. That's a very important verse. There are going to be times as you read the word of God, that you're going to run across passages that don't make any sense to you at all. In fact, they seem downright unfair to you. And some of those passages refer to things from a different culture and a different time when matters were handled in that way. And you look at it from where you are in this culture and say, Lord, that doesn't seem right. Well, that's the time to remember that the judgments of the Lord are true and righteous altogether. Amen? And there are a lot of things that you may not understand that don't make a bit of sense to you because... He was talking to a people of a different culture. They had certain ways of handling certain issues. And so it may not make sense to you. It's okay. The Holy Spirit will help you if you ask him to. If you ask him to. If you ask him to, he will help you. Of course, Likewise, if you don't ask him to, you're just going to be sitting there. So it makes more sense. Amen. In fact, let's go back let's go back a little further. Let's go back to verse 7. Psalm 19. Let's go back to verse 7. The law of the Lord is perfect, converting the soul. The testimony of the Lord is sure, making wise the simple. The statutes of the Lord are right, rejoicing the heart. The commandment of the Lord is pure, enlightening the eyes. The fear of the Lord is clean, enduring forever. The judgments of the Lord are true and righteous all together. Amen. Amen. 
Amen. So when you, as you um, matriculate through life, because it's a journey, you're going to run across things that just don't make sense. And you say, Lord, this doesn't seem right. You need to remember that God's always right. No matter what it is, he's always right. That's part of being God. Amen? Amen. Once you got that down, it helps. Psalm 105, verse 7. Psalm 105, verse 7. And I'm turning there now. Psalm 105, verse 7. Amen. Psalm 105, verse 7. He is the Lord our God. His judgments are in all the earth. He is the Lord our God, and his judgments are in all the earth. Psalm 119, verse 137. Psalm 119, verse 137. Amen. Righteous art thou, O Lord, and upright are thy judgments. Righteous art thou, O Lord, and upright are thy judgments. Amen. Psalm 119, verse 160. Psalm 119, verse 160. Amen. Thy word is true from the beginning, and every one of thy righteous judgments endureth forever. Thy word is true from the beginning, and every one of thy righteous judgments endureth forever. So, the Lord is telling us that his judgments are a standard in the kingdom of God. His judgments are a standard in the kingdom of God. You know, toward the end of the broadcast, we present issues before the Lord, who is the judge, and we ask him, we ask the righteous judge for his adjudications concerning those matters. Well, those judgments that he loves endure. They're not temporary judgments. They endure forever. And so all the more important it is for us to come together in agreement as we present these cases to the Lord. In the kingdom of God, reverence for the king is demonstrated through continual submission to him and to his word. In the kingdom of God, reverence for the king is demonstrated 
through continual submission to him and to his word. So often we quote only the last part of that verse from James. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. Well, that's not all. We must first be willing to humble and submit ourselves to God before we can resist the devil. And some of you have lost a few battles that way. You thought you could just haul off and resist the devil without first submitting yourself and surrendering to God. But you see, it does not work that way. Amen? Satan is running over many in the body of Christ today because they are not submitting themselves to God. There is a serious need for every Christian to understand what submission really means. Most Christians do not have the faintest idea what it means to be submitted to God. Most Christians do not have the faintest idea what it means to be submitted to God. They still do not grasp what it means to be obedient to the pastor of the church or to the place in which God has placed them in their family. I can remember growing up I was the eldest child, and uh, the middle child quite often did not want to listen to what I had to say. And just as sure as he didn't listen, he got into trouble. And you see, there are persons who don't understand that God is the one who determined the birth order in the family and that it is to be respected. That's right. God made the choice of which child was born first, which child was born second, which child was born third. And since it was God's choice, it ought to be honored that way. Amen? Amen. All of that uh, resentment because you're not the eldest child and you don't want anybody telling you what to do and you don't want anybody correcting you is sin. Amen. When they're telling you the right thing to do, you ought to honor it as what is right. Praise the Lord. Consequently, people, Christians too, walk in rebellion against God, and they keep defeat in their lives. 
they keep a open door to defeat in their lives because they still have not properly learned to submit to God. Whenever a Christian fails to submit to God and follows their own self-will, it is rebellion and it is sin. Let me say that again. Whenever a Christian fails to submit to God and follows his own self-will, it is rebellion and it is sin. Saints fail to recognize the grace upon the pastor of the church. This grace to the pastor comes directly from Jesus Christ himself. When the pastor is doing as God directs, the saints must honor God's directives through the pastor. 1 Samuel chapter 15, verse 23. 1 Samuel 10, verse 23. For rebellion is as the sin of witchcraft. Rebellion is as the sin of witchcraft. And stubbornness is as iniquity and idolatry. Because thou hast rejected the word of the Lord, he'll also reject you. From whatever position of authority you would have walked into. Amen. God is real. Submission means to rank under, to subject oneself, to obey, to be subject to. All avenues of life, in corporation, in law, in industry, in the military, in government, in church, and every organization, there is a line of authority to which we must submit ourselves. So submit means to yield oneself to the authority or the will of another. Before Jesus Christ could become obedient to God's will, it was necessary for him to humble and to submit himself to God. Jesus was equal with God. He possessed the same glory, the same power, and the same authority. But Jesus emptied himself of that glory, power, and authority and willingly submitted and yielded himself to the authority and the will of God. God planned 
before the foundation of the earth to send Jesus to give his life as a sacrifice for mankind's sin. Jesus submitted. He yielded himself to God's will. He did not question, as we often do, why it was necessary for him to suffer and die. It wasn't like the father said, well, I need you to go suffer and die. Well, why? Why have to do that? Why? Why? I don't see why I got to do it that way. It doesn't make any sense to me. Jesus didn't behave that way. He wasn't rebellious. He did not offer an alternate solution. Well, why don't we do this instead? Jesus didn't do that. Jesus did not do that. Nor did he follow his own will. Jesus didn't decide to just go off and do something without the Father's permission, like many of us do. Case in point, someone asked in the chat room for a recommendation for something. And so I wrote the person back, And I said to them that they did not need a recommendation from the saint or anyone else. They needed to ask the Holy Spirit what he wanted done and to obey his dictate without interjecting their own preferences. You see, we've grown up in this self-willed culture where everybody does what is right in their own eyes, and they just assume it's all going to be right with God. Not so. Not so. So at all. There's a lesson to be learned in this, you see. There's a lesson for everyone to learn in this. Even when we finally hear from the Lord, we tend to run off to accomplish the task in the flesh, not directed by his spirit. Tells you, buy a pair of brown sandals. So without any further questions or instructions, You go off to buy the pair that you think you ought to have. That's not obedience. That's not submission. That's self-will. You know, we've, we've kind of talked about some of this before, but it bears repeating. You see, Jesus Christ yielded his own will. 
and was subject to God's authority. And he requires us to do the very same. Some of you have already decided what you're going to do for Memorial Weekend. Well, did you get those instructions from God or is that your bright idea? That's right. Some of you make decisions and choices all day long that you have not consulted the Lord at all. But you see, he is the Lord of your life. He's running your life, not you. And so obedience is required, and submission is essential. You cannot obey until you submit. And so the Lord is coming to deal with us tonight about our lack of submission. Amen? He's going to deal with us tonight about lack of submission. You're not obeying properly because, first of all, you're not submitted the way you ought to be. That's what God's saying. Amen? That is what he's saying. So, shall we continue? Jesus Christ expects us to do the very same thing that he did. He yielded his own will. He was subject to the Father's authority. He expects us to do it too. Your opinion is not needed here, for God has an opinion of his own. Some of us have difficulty submitting to and obeying God because we have far too much opinion of our own. Our opinions and our traditions of how we do it, how we see it, how we want it, and what we think and what we feel gets in the way of us actually submitting to God and obeying him. We have our plan. God wants you to break your fast a certain way. But no, you've already got it fixed in your mind and heart what you're going to have the next day. You don't, you don't wait for clearance from him. Oh, no. You think you're your own master of your own faith. You're still thinking that way. You're still believing that way. You're still behaving that way. No, no. God is telling you repeatedly and repeatedly, that plan that you have is not his. You don't have a leg to stand on. It is not his will, and you keep wanting to do it anyway. Well, that's your pride, your rebellion, and your sin. Amen. It is the truth. Jesus did not offer his opinion to God. 
He humbled, submitted, and obeyed. Jesus Christ did not say, well, I'll just do this. No, that's a rebellious spirit. Servants don't have that attitude. You see, there's some of us who still don't understand that we're here to serve God. We think we're here so God can serve us. But that's not the truth. No, Jesus didn't act that way. He just didn't. He did not offer any opinion or suggestion. He simply did what God instructed. No more, no less, nothing else. He simply did what God instructed. No more, no less, nothing else. Jesus did not provide an easier way. Well, you know, it's easier if we do it this way. No, there was no division. There was but one vision, the Father's vision. Jesus executed it. Nor did Jesus offer a better way. Well, you know, over there they do it like this. Jesus didn't do that. That's an attitude and a spirit he did not present to the Father. It is important for those who are training to learn to submit in this manner. It is important for those who are in training to learn to submit in this manner. On-the-job training requires on-the-job humility, on-the-job surrender, on-the-job submission, and on-the-job obedience. Whether you agree or not, Jesus' life was a lifestyle of submission to his father. It was a lifestyle, not an occasional thing. No. The Gospel of John, chapter 8, verse 29. The Gospel of John, chapter 8, verse 29. Jesus speaking. And he that sent me is with me. Notice how Jesus goes places. His father sends. If he's not sent, he's not going. He that sent me is with me. The father hath not left me alone. For I do always those things that please him. I do always those things that please him. 
The Gospel of John, chapter 6, verse 38. The Gospel of John, chapter 6, verse 38. Jesus speaking. For I came down from heaven, not to do mine own will, not to do mine own will, but the will of him that sent me. I'm here, Jesus is saying, not to do my will, but to do the will of the one that sent me here to do his will. And we should have that exact same attitude and disposition. Amen. Matthew chapter 6, verse 10. Matthew chapter 6, verse 10. Thy kingdom come. That means all that pertains to God's kingdom. All his commandments, all his statutes, all his laws, all his standards. Thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. There's no rebellion in heaven anymore. That got kicked out. The Gospel of John, chapter 5, verse 30. The Gospel of John, chapter 5. Verse 30, Jesus speaking, I can of mine own self do nothing. Can of mine own self do nothing. Because I seek not mine own will, but the will of the Father which hath sent me. I can of my own self do nothing because I seek not mine own will, but the will of the Father which hath sent me. Father revealed his will to his son. Jesus Christ submitted and obeyed. This submission and humility enable Jesus to walk in full obedience to God. Amen? It enabled him to walk in full obedience to God. And on that note, we're going to review the standards for successful engagement. We're going to review the standards for successful engagement. We ask all of the saints of Miracle Outreach Ministries to observe these standards. We ask all of the saints of Miracle Outreach Ministries to observe these standards. Number one, 
when you are learning how to be a Christian and how to execute spiritual warfare, there is a strong tendency to be overzealous. Do not yield to this. We recently had someone to go very much overboard in this particular category. And while we thank the Lord for his covering and his protection, it did not have to turn out as well as it did. You see, it may cost you your life. When we warn you to refrain from doing certain things, just don't do it. When we tell you, don't go around laying your hands on people. Don't run around trying to cast demons out of uh, total strangers. When we tell you things like this, just don't do it. It is very likely that you will place yourself in a very dangerous position or endanger the lives of others. And some of you have done that and found out it wasn't such a pleasant experience. So when we ask you not to do certain things, just don't do it. All racehorses require trainers. Some of you just got to get up and you just got to and you just got, you don't observe anything that we have taught you. Everything we taught you just, whoo, right out the window, like we hadn't said a thing. We answer to God for your soul. I, in particular, I'm at the top of the pecking order in that regard. When we tell you do not do certain things, we mean do not do them. Amen? Number two, you are allowed to agree with the opening prayer as it is being prayed by the pastor. You are not to pray this way on your own. So somebody asked me, well, when I'm recasting and the prayer comes on, what do I do? You pray in your prayer language and say amen at the end, just like you do when it's live. That's what you do. We only do this kind of warfare, this type of prayer, in group as pastor leads. Some of you have heard this before. Some of you decided to try it. The Holy Spirit didn't tell you to do it. We didn't tell you to do it, and you got yourself in trouble. You had so much warfare you didn't know what to do. Number three, you are allowed to contact Brother Bill for emergency. He is not the back door of the ministry. If you have questions, email pastor. She will answer you as the Lord allows. 
My email address is right there. If you have an emergency, you may text Brother Bill or contact him in the MIC chat room when we are live on the air. Or you may email me at gproom at outlook.com. Amen? Number four, Miracle Outreach Ministries Miracle Internet Church maintains a protocol for dreams and vision. Make a copy of the protocol and physically attach it to your Bible. Follow the instructions as they are printed to the letter. It is not your interpretation of what you think the protocol says. No, it is exactly what is printed in the protocol. Not your opinion, not your interpretation, what is actually printed. Amen? We also have steps to follow to maintain your deliverance. Follow them. We exclusively use the King James Version of the Holy Scriptures. We fast corporately every month. This is not the same as fasting on your own. God releases a different grace for corporate fast. Amen? Because some of you, in your own lack of understanding, have decided, well, I don't need to be a part of the corporate fast. I can fast by myself. Well, you won't have the same effect. Amen? I don't understand what that means. Ask the Holy Spirit. He'll explain it to you on your level. Amen? Number five, the pastor has taught Proverbs chapter 3, verses 5 through 7, 10, verse 5, 1 John chapter 4, verse 1, repeatedly. You are expected to execute these scriptures and others that you have been taught daily, not occasionally, daily. Yes, you are expected to bind every thought in Jesus' name. If you are a global prayer warrior, you are expected to add your prayer request with scriptures, praise reports, and agreements to the Global Prayer Room Daily. In this ministry, we pray for each other. Number six, everyone is expected to read the announcements, which are posted by pastor in the MIC radio chat room. They are posted every Wednesday and Friday before service. It's the same announcement. Sometimes there's a little change. But you're expected to read them, 
to know what they say, and to observe that. Often pastor posts FYI link. You are requested to be familiar with these posts also, things that the Lord wants you to know about. Saints are allowed to post scriptures and links to sermons from the archive sermons and holy songs at appropriate times. All other postings must be pre-approved by the pastor. Pre-approved. That means before you get excited and put them in the MIC chat, you will have emailed them to pastor, and she will have uh, emailed you back her approval. Amen? Brother Bill posts boot camp scriptures. You should obtain them. You should use them in spiritual warfare. Brother Bill posts prayers to help you. Use the help. Number seven, as the scriptures are being given during the message, you are encouraged to take notes and look up the scriptures on your own for further study. You are encouraged to recast the broadcast as you need to allow the message to go deeply into your heart. Number eight. If you would like to be baptized, please contact Brother Bill in the chat room when we are live on the air or email pastor. If you would like to visit the local church, do the same. This is our post-COVID policy. Pastor's email is only available to Pastor Sabrina, no one else. So whatever you send to me via email is confidential. And that's how I treat it. Amen? So I believe that Brother Bill has posted this, these standards for successful engagement, in the chat room for you. If he hasn't, he soon will. And please observe them. They will help you. Amen? They will help you. And God will see that you are wanting to be submissive to him and obedient to him because you want the victory in life. Amen? Amen. Now, we know this is the season when people start going on vacation. And we are beginning to pray over vacations now. Amen? So don't fail to put your prayer request in the Global Prayer Warriors prayer room with the appropriate scriptures. Amen? You're going to need the prayer coverage. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Amen. You're going to need the prayer coverage. Yes, you are. Things are firing up all over the world. 
and you're going to really need the prayer coverage more so than usual. Brother Bill, Brother Bill. we're Praise the Lord, Pastor Sabrina. Praise the Lord. Saints, you have got to listen to what Pastor Sabrina has told you tonight about those standards of success if you want to overcome, if you do not want to leave this earth early. It is very dangerous to get ahead of God, very dangerous to be a racehorse. It is very, very dangerous. Charles Finney lost his life doing that whenever he got ahead of God and started praying and taking authority over those principalities and powers. You combine devils attacking you. You combine devils attacking your home. You combine devils attacking your children. But do not go try and tear down the whole principality in your area. You will get under such horrific attack, you won't know what to do. And we just give you, Lord, let them all hear this. And I forbid any devil to steal this from them in Jesus' name. Now, let's start with the praise reports. Let's talk about Carolyn. She says, thank you, Assistant Pastor Bill. Some Christians I know still do not get this. Jesus sent out his disciples two by two for a reason, including agreement prayers. I did something in vexation three years ago. The Holy Spirit told me after the person I was with not in agreement. I was living temporarily in an area where I would never live. However, I later found out it was a witchcraft town. Also, the house I was living in was a temporary house for mental and drug addicts. It faces the high street, seven different church denominations, including Freemason, Hawk, the Freemason Hall, drop-off center for homeless addicts, the tattoo parlor, and a coven short story. One day I was talking to an elderly church member who was just moaning that the town was full of drug addicts and homeless people just sleeping on the street. It will never change, and it was under a dark cloud. I asked asked them if they do not pray about this fees at their church as if Jesus was dead. I responded, and they were saying that God, the, the rose, Jesus Christ, from the dead cannot save the town. Well, the name of Jesus, I tear down the, the cloud a couple of days. All hell broke loose in my life. I was visited by these master spirits that night. I could not sleep on my bed. So I went and sat in a chair. Everything happened so fast. I did not have time to fear. Something came towards me. Suddenly, I saw a flash of light, and it was gone. I had to move. I will never forget to be in agreement with the righteous prayer partner. Well, saints, Caroline got way ahead of God, and it was only his grace, his mercy that saved her from what she was doing. Do not become a racehorse. This is a prime example of it. Don't get hurt. You've heard our testimonies. When I first got here, I was very zealous. I was out there praying for others, and one day Pastor Pat on Sunday looked at me and said, Bill, you're seven times worse. What sin are you in? I said, ma'am, I'm in no sin at all. She said, I'm going to seek God next service. I saw her. She said, Bill, you're out there praying for people, laying hands on them, doing deliverance. Don't do that. Well, I had to go through some horrific warfare myself. Don't do it, saints. Listen, we've been there. We've done that. It is not worth it. 
do not put your life in danger. We just give you praise and glory, Lord. Let them hear this warning tonight. Thank you, Lord. Well, JC has a praise report. Thank you, Lord, for answering my prayer request for MG as she gained five pounds last week and is at 105 pounds now. Thank you, Lord. Praise you, Lord, and you'll continue to help her. And JC has a praise report. My brother cashed at me $100 to cover the expense of the lift cars I had taken back and forth from the rental car site. Thank you, Lord, for the care and concern of the siblings. An uncommon favor in Jesus' name. Dina has a praise report. Two weeks ago, when I visited my sister, the demons in her tried to anger me, but I walked away and started binding hers and my demons. Well, we went out later to run an error, and for some reason, I guess she got convicted and apologized for her behavior. I told her I had accepted, accepted her apology, and I loved her and hugged her. She lo- looked so relieved and happy. This was a major for my sister because she rarely apologizes, and a major for me, too. To just walk away. Well, praise you, Lord. Dina's growing. Praise you, Lord Jesus. We used to argue all the time, and now I know it was a twisted serpent rearing its ugly head. It was. It's through going my life to Christ and learning how to be a true Christian that I learned to humble myself. I'm not perfect, but I've come a long way. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise you, Lord Jesus. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. Dina says, Pastor G's stomach cramps were something minor, and he's back home. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Lord, that she put the prayer request in there, and you answered it. Now, Dana has a praise report. I was in bed last night, and a poltergeist activity was extreme. I asked the Lord. What was attracting these wicked spirits? He reminded me that I had a copy of an unrighteous contract in my bedroom. So again, I raised up the window and threw the papers out. Hallelujah. Bless his holy name. He is such a good, good father. Thank you. Dana has another praise report. The vet is requiring Puff to stay inside until her wound is healed. I thought that it would be an issue because she enjoys stunning in the yard all day. But she had been very cooperative when I refused to let her out. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for making things that you're perfecting those concern me. Just praise you, Lord. And I mistakenly left my cell phone in my garment, and I tossed it in the washing machine. I realized at 10 minutes into the wash cycle that that cell, that my phone was making a funny noise in the machine. Well, praise God, it's a little scratched up, but it's working normally. Bless his holy name. That was definitely supernatural. Thank you for that, Lord Jesus, for protecting her phone. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. Shakira has a praise report. I was listening to a teaching by Dr. Pat, Deliverance from Religious Confusion. Dr. Pat briefly spoke on tithing, and it reminded me of something that happened to me when I was really young. When I was younger, probably about eight years old, my aunt gave me $5 for myself, and I was so excited. I had seen a lot of people tithing on Sunday, so I went to church and gave that whole $5. 
a few hours later after church had finished, I was on my way home, and I found $5. I didn't connect the two events until recently. Well, praise you, Lord Jesus. Praise you, Lord. RT has a praise report. Thank you, Lord, for the breakthrough during this fast. I've been praying in my prayer language more than ever have I in a long time. Thank you for your grace and refresh, God of your Holy Spirit. Praise you, Lord. Now, Dagmar has a praise report. I can hardly recognize letters due to COVID shingles at my head, at my head, guys. The devil's not going to stop me from praising the Lord Jesus. After being without a home for nearly two months, I learned tonight that I would get a place for up to four months. This is a great start. Praise God for this, and thank you for you all standing with us in agreement. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. Now, Nina says, thank you, Heavenly Father, for keeping us safe as we had bad storms that caused severe damages in our area, and we did not even know it. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord, for your protection. Praise you, Lord. Now, Dina has a praise report. Praise the Lord. I had candy and ice cream in the house that I knew I should have thrown out away before this fast. However, my flesh kept them, and I was lying to myself that, oh, I'll only eat a little. I got convicted by the Holy Ghost because I just repented of gluttony and know that it would be nullified by eating that junk. Lo and behold, not soon after the ice cream truck rode by, I immediately listened to the I'm sorry, say to lose weight fast by Dr. Pat and Dr. Sabrina, and I did deliverance twice and got so much deliverance and release. I ate dinner, and it felt like the Lord had put a supernatural girdle around my stomach so that I could only eat a little. Hallelujah. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. Do that for all of us, Lord. Praise you, Lord. Dana has a praise report. Oh, I thank God for his mercies, which I knew were every day. I went to a store to return an item that was not what I ordered. Immediately, the customer service agent told me the machine was not working, so we couldn't process the turn. Just as I was about to curtly ask him if he knew how high gas prices were, I had to drive a distance to return the item, and the deadline to the return was imminent. The Holy Holy Spirit grabbed me. Thank you. The Lord remained. Lord, I remained quiet, got out of my feelings, and the customer service guy gave me my refund. I repent, Heavenly Father, for thinking an ugly tone and being emotional, and I thank you for working situations out for me. Praise your holy name. Thank you, Jesus. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. We're all growing. Praise you, Lord. You're teaching us. You're helping us to walk out, uh, walk in your spirit. Thank you, Lord. Now, Dana has another praise report. I bless God for teaching us through this ministry. The Lord had previously shown me a demon named I Need Help. That had been draining me spiritually, emotionally, financially, etc., through ungodly people and organizations. After reading 
the prayers posted by Brother Bill, the Holy Spirit put another piece of the puzzle together. So I understand that demonic name phrase is a code and a trigger used by workers of iniquity to exploit, control me. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for revelation and freedom in Jesus' name. Amen. <laughs> Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. Amori has a praise report. Thank you, Father, for leading me, my baby sister, and my mom to battle this morning as we warred against the spirit manifesting in my dad. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. Now, JC has a praise report. Father God, I'm still relishing in your blessing me with a car engine being replaced under warranty and for rental car coverage while repairs are being formed. I googled the replacement image and believe you, Lord, you blessed me with a blessing of nearly 10K with a rental car factored in. You are an amazing God. I am beyond grateful, Lord, for your favor and preservation. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord Jesus. Praise you. Praise you for that. And Amori has another praise report. After praying about seeking a job that will provide growth and experience for my career, I received two interviews today, one at an animal hospital and the other at a pet resort. Thank you, Jesus. And I was able to disconnect and close a bank account from a bank that had a witch in the center of it. Now, the banking is now the bank is having problems, but I thank you, God, I was able to get rid of it. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord Jesus. Now Jennifer has a praise report. Yesterday I had fifty five dollars in my accounts and I was expecting fifty five more to be deposited. <coughs> From an investment and together I food for the kids and the pets this week. I woke up this morning and checked and I saw 20 cents available. I wonder what happened. I was very sad. When a bill collector I t- was told that would be paying them at a later date took a big amount and left me 20 cents to my name. I resisted discouragement all day and asked God for help. I didn't know what I was going to do. Well, a few hours later, I got a notification of a lender that had got some money deposited quick, and he did it right away and put $90 in my account. I'm so happy. God is so good I'm able to get through this week to feed everyone and pay my tithes and all that. Thank you, Lord. Praise you. Praise you. Praise you, Lord. He always does provide all our needs. You put whatever you need in the prayer room, and the Lord will answer. Thank you, Lord, for that. Praise you, Lord Jesus. DCH has a praise report. Thank you, Jesus, for the much-needed rain this week, which helped the farmers and reduced any wildfire dangers. And thank you for the cooler temperatures this week. Praise you, Lord. And Claudette has a great praise report. My husband started working, delivery in Pompano last week. So since he's trying to get in, he takes the job and a little drive, but working it. Yesterday, the manager came up to him and told him he was doing a good job and asked him if he could... <coughs> If he could make it better, my husband told him if he could work closer to home, it'd be better. Well, I'll save on gas and mileage, and he started 
in Opelika, 15 minutes from the house. God is so good. He was good to my husband, and thank you, God, for your favor. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. And Amori has a praise report. Heavenly Father, I just want to thank you for being in the midst of the intense prayer circle as our family interceded on behalf of the Texas school shooting. You showed up and showed out. The enemy tried to shut us up, but you shut them up. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. And my phone interview with the Animal Hospital yesterday, they're giving me the opportunity to have an on-site meeting to discuss the possible hire. Thank you, Lord Jesus. And EILD free, thank you, Father, for loving me. Thank you for helping me. Holy Spirit, I ask you to curb my appetite, help me to overeat, and also help me to enjoy exercising again. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. Give us all help to do that. And Dina has a praise report. I was not charged for the diagnostics done on my car. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord Jesus, for that. That's a blessing. And AK has a praise report. I thank you, God, for helping me make an outline of what and how to pray in the morning. This really helps me to fight intense spirits of insecurity, anxiety, etc. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. Paul Death has a praise report. I asked for prayer for my friend Edna who was being tested for breast cancer, and the test came back negative. Praise God. Thank you, Lord. Praise you, Lord Jesus. We just praise you, praise you, praise you. These are wonderful Awesome praise reports. The saints are growing, and we just give you all the praise and all the glory, Lord Jesus. And now back to you, Pastor Sabrina. Well, thank you, Brother Bill. And you left my praise report out again. But that's okay. (laughs) Amen. Praise the Lord. (laughs) Oh. Amen. So, uh, we're going to thank the Lord tonight, and we're going to get on down the road with what we have to do, because we got some serious praying to do. Amen. Yes, we do. Let me see. Where am I going here, Lord? I'm going this way. All right. Amen. So, let me... Let me get adjusted here. All right. We are requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning U.S. President Joe Biden indicated on Monday that Washington is willing to use military force to defend Taiwan if necessary. Speaking at a joint press conference with Japanese Prime Minister in Tokyo, he explained that the U.S. sees the idea of China going in with its troops as unacceptable. When asked if the U.S. would become directly involved in a conflict between China and Taiwan, including through the use of military force, Biden said yes adding that it's a commitment we made. The U.S. leader had has previously said Washington respects the one-China policy, by which it recognizes that there is only one China led by Beijing. 
Biden, however, maintained that China has no jurisdiction to go in and use force to take over Taiwan. The idea is that the island nation can be taken by force is just not appropriate. It will dislocate the whole region, the U.S. president added. Biden is also scheduled to meet the leaders of Japan, India, Australia on Tuesday during the so-called Quadrilateral Security Dialogue Summit. The U.S. president is also expected to launch the Indo-Pacific Economic Framework later on Monday. The trade pact is designed to deepen America's cooperation with the nations in the region in the fields of supply chains, digital trade, clean energy, and fight against corruption. The pact may eventually involve up to 12 nations apart from the U.S., including Australia, India, Indonesia, Japan, Korea, Malaysia, New Zealand, the Philippines, Singapore, Thailand, and Vietnam. Taiwan will not be a part of it, and it was confirmed on Sunday. We are looking to deepen our economic partnership with Taiwan, including on high-technology issues, including on semiconductor supply, he said. But we're pursuing that in the first instance on a bilateral basis. Taiwan has recently accused China of repeatedly violating its defense zone. In early May, the uh, island nation reported that China's nuclear-capable bombers entered the zone. Taiwan has been de facto self-governed since 1949 when the remnants of the nationalist government fled the, the mainland after their defeat in the Civil War but never formally declared independence from China. Beijing considers the Taiwanese authorities to be separatists, insisting that the territory is an unalienable part of China. Beijing has regularly flexed its military muscle near the island, buzzing it with large aircraft units and sending in warships. Taiwan has also been a source of constant friction between China and the U.S., America does not have a formal diplomatic ties with Taipei, but enjoys close military cooperation with the island. Washington has also long proclaimed its commitment to protecting Taiwan's independence. Questing adjudications from the righteous judge concerning the U.S. Treasury Department announced on Tuesday that it would not extend the sanctions waiver that allowed Russia to make sovereign debt payments to Americas in a move officials previously said would cause Moscow to be in technical default of its debt obligations. The general license waiver, which is set to expire 12.01 on Wednesday, will not be extended, a notice posted on the Treasury website said. It was a widely expected move, reported as likely by several U.S. outlets last week and all but confirmed by Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen. Washington had blocked Russian accounts over the conflict in Ukraine but issued a debt waiver because Deputy Treasury Secretary argued such payments would divert funds from the military. Moscow's payment of debt represented a sign of success for U.S. sanctions policy. Uh, 
the deputy secretary argued. Russia also anticipated the move with the finance ministry announcing last Friday it had made early payments for a total of nine hundred and ninety-nine. Huh? That didn't make sense the way they typed that in. Anyway, on two outstanding euro bonds on May twenty-six. Uh, They came in just short of $100 million, okay? This leaves Moscow with $2 billion worth of external bond payments due before the end of 2022. Russia also anticipated the move with the finance ministry announcing last Friday it had made early payments for the just under $100 million (coughs) on two outstanding euro bonds. Okay, so that leaves Russia with some more to pay. All right, we got that part. It also has bond payments that are due to the end of 2022. And it has uh, a large external public debt. It also has plenty of money to service it, with oil and gas revenues amounting to $28 billion in April alone. The U.S. move seeks to put Moscow in a technical default, harming Russia's reputation on international financial markets. Russia is capable of repaying any of its obligations in any currency as long as no artificial problems are created. So the U.S. obstacles will not affect the real financial reputation of our country in any way, former Russian President and current Security Council Deputy Chair Medvedev said last week, everyone understands that this is a political default, not a financial one. If the U.S. creates technical obstacles to Russian payments, they should be considered by courts as either the fault of the creditor or force majeure, Medvedev added. This has been the position of the Russian finance ministry, which said that if the U.S. does not extend the waiver, investors should seek judicial remedy from from states that illegally create obstacles (coughs) to making payments. The finance minister has repeatedly said that Moscow can prove in court it had done everything possible to pay the debt. Investors holding Russian bonds can also take payments in rubles and convert them to other currencies as soon as Western governments unblock frozen Russian accounts, the ministry added. Medvedev also said Russia was willing to pay the debt in rubles, but noted it might choose not to pay at all and to use the unspent money for precisely those purposes that those senile Americans will not like very much. We are requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning reports of aborted body parts allegedly being sold for profit or disposed of through improper or illegal means have long raised concerns for pro-lifers about how facilities handle the human remains left behind after each abortion. During a Wednesday House Judiciary Committee hearing on abortion, Alabama abortionist 
Dr. Robinson declined to directly answer a question from Representative Chip Roy of Texas about how she discards or stores aborted human remains. Robinson, who said she has performed abortions as late as 20 weeks into a pregnancy, accused Roy of using inflammatory language. The congressman later inquired about a 2015 Center for Medical Progress video showing a Planned Parenthood executive in Houston discussing the purchase of fetal tissue, a federal felony. Roy also pressed Robinson about reports of abortion facilities storing remains in freezers or Pyrex dishes. All of those things that you just mentioned, I have never seen that in, in, in a healthcare setting. We don't put baby parts in freezers or Pyrex dishes, she said. Tessa Longbond, Senior Research Associate at the Pro-Life Charlotte Lozer Institute, discussed multiple cases involving abortion facilities violating or stretching the law to dispose of aborted human remains in an email statement to the Christian Post on Monday. The abortion industry operates under see no evil, hear no evil, acknowledge no evil, the pro-life researchers said. Yet in the real world, real abortion doctors handle aborted baby body parts in gruesome and unethical ways. In May 2013, abortionist Kermit Gosnell was found responsible for the deaths of one woman and four infants born alive at his West Philadelphia abortion facility. Investigators discovered evidence of his crimes in the clinic's unsanitary conditions during a February 2010 drug raid. Investigators also found the severed feet of aborted babies kept in jars. Uh, It was reported in June 2013 the Philadelphia District Attorney's Office recovered several pieces of equipment from Gosnell's clinic including the break room garbage disposal where clinic staff allegedly dispose of the aborted baby's remains. According to Philadelphia Police Crime Scene Investigator, human bones were found inside the appliance. They were shoving body parts down the garbage disposal, he said, to the point that they're, that where they plunged it one day and an arm popped out on Lancaster Avenue. Beneath the stairs of what Gosnell's employees described as a rat-infested clinic was a basement full of bags containing babies' remains. At Gosnell's murder trial, employees testified that the clinic's toilets frequently backed up because drains would be filled with babies' dismembered bodies. One employee testified that he was ordered to dispose of the remains, so he shoveled the arms and other limbs into a plastic bag and stored them in a freezer. Employees also testified that the clinic's toilets frequently backed up because drains would be filled with babies' dismembered bodies. We're requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning the 18-year-old suspect who allegedly shot and killed 19 children at a Texas school allegedly messaged a stranger saying, I'm about to, hours before Tuesday's incident. Texas Governor Greg Abbott identified Ramos as the suspect of a mass shooting 
at Robb Elementary School on Tuesday afternoon. He was slain by law enforcement officials, according to the governor's office. Ramos is also accused of shooting his grandmother before driving to Robb Elementary, armed with a handgun and possibly a rifle. The suspect had attended Uvalde's High School. A manager at a local Wendy's confirmed Ramos has worked at the establishment but kept to himself mostly. He felt like the quiet type, the one who doesn't say much. He really didn't socialize with other employees. He just worked, got paid, and came in to get his check. And a young woman who had worked with Ramos said he appeared to be aggressive. He would be very rude toward the girls sometimes and one of the cooks, threatening them by asking, do you know who I am? And he would also send inappropriate texts to the ladies the former co-worker who was not identified said. Without elaborating, the female worker said at the park there'd be videos of him trying to fight people with boxing gloves. He'd take them around with them. Uh, Santos Valdez Jr. told the Washington Post that they had been friends until Ramos's behavior started to deteriorate adding that Ramos was often bullied because of a stutter and a lisp. At one point, Valdez recalled Ramos cut his own face with a knife just for fun. He added, he cut up his face with knives over and over. Another person who knew him said Ramos allegedly would shoot at strangers with a BB gun from a car. Just hours before the shooting, Ramos allegedly messaged a young woman who said that Ramos was a total stranger who tagged her in a gun photo. You going to repost my gun pics, he he alleged account. His alleged account direct messaged the girl on May 12th, according to screenshots of the messages. The account appears to have been deleted. The woman then told him, what your guns got to do with me? Ramos then allegedly replies, just wanted to tag you. That Instagram account also posted several images three days ago of two rifles, including one that appears to be a Daniel Defense AR-15 style rifle. Another image showed an individual holding a magazine. A former classmate told the Washington Post that he had posted videos to Instagram showing Ramos screaming at his mother and cursing at her as she tried to kick him out of the house. He posted videos on his Instagram where the cops were there. He'd be screaming and talking to his mom really aggressively. Another classmate said that he texted him photos of ammunition and firearms. He would message me here and there. Four days ago, he sent me a picture of the AR he was using and a backpack full of 5.56 rounds, probably like seven mags, the unidentified friend said. I was like, bro, why do you have this? And he was like, don't worry about it. He proceeded to text me, I look very different now. You wouldn't recognize me, the friend said, adding that Ramos slowly dropped out of school after he was allegedly bullied. So, Saints, there you have the situation that's been going on in this nation and worldwide, really, 
for some time now. And we need the Lord's intervention. Amen? We need the Lord's intervention. Brother Marshall. Praise your Lord, be in mercy. We certainly don't deserve it in our own right, but because Jesus hung on that tree. Thank you for showing us your love so that we can turn around and love others as you love us. We thank you for that love, that extraordinary, extraordinary, perfect love. God is love, and in you is no darkness at all. You told us if we walk in the light as you are in the light, well, you are light. We need to be full of light. So, Father, if there's any dark parts in me or any of those we can stand in for any of us, I and we take responsibility to repent right now for entertaining any spirits of darkness, any spirits of idolatry and selfishness and rebellion, Father. <clears throat> Father, help us all to be changing, to change the way you want. Every spirit of apathy, we take responsibility to repent for entertaining any spirit of apathy and procrastination. You said, if, you said, Father, if any man lacks wisdom, let him ask of God, who giveth to all men liberally, and abradeth not, and it will be given him. So please give me and each one of us the wisdom we know and the unction that by the power of your Spirit to pray the way you want for those you want, Father, in Jesus' name. And I thank you, Father, for doing so. And I give you praise and honor and glory for what you have done, are doing, going to do. We ask for your mercy, Father God, particularly for the children, Father God. So many children, as Pat Holiday, and we've heard many times, um, even uh, since she's gone home to be with you, Lord, that that many of the children have been programmed through their uh, strange schooling situations, through the um, the whole um, thing trying to pit one group against another, Father. And I, we know that a lot of people are trying to say this is a racist-inspired uh, thing, but, of course, we heard that the person who did the shooting, Father God, was probably Hispanic origin and may have been quite confused and even pictures of this person dressing up as a, as a girl because of the... Uh, confusion about gender and all the rest of it. All this being pushed on the children. Father, Father, deliver all the children. <clears throat> you said, You said, if we confess our sins, you're faithful and just to forgive us our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Forgive us and our forefathers and those we can stand in for, even going back ten generations, both sides of my family, all of our families, Lord, and forgive us and deliver us all. You said, that you showed us your love. You said, herein is love, not that we love God, but that he loved us and sent his son to be the substitute, the propitiation for our sins. You showed us that extraordinary love, Father, because you sent your son to hang on that tree to take the punishments. And you said, we overcome the accuser of the brethren by the blood of the lamb, the word of our testimony. And you said, if two of you, got, or two of you agree with touching anything you ask, it shall be done my Father, which is in heaven. Father, <clears throat> we know that the first item that Pastor Sabrina read through about what this uh, mouthpiece called Joe Biden, whoever it was that was speaking through him, whatever spirit it was, Father, kind of pathetic. Concerning the business in Taiwan, Father God, you know all the spirits involved because you told us our battle's not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers of spiritual wickedness in high places. There's some spiritual wickedness in very, very high places, and it's not just in this realm. It's in the unseen realm because Jesus... You are the Word of God, and everything was put into being by you. You spoke everything into being, visible and invisible, like it says in the beginning of Colossians <clears throat> chapter 1. So we thank you, Father God, that you know what's going on. You told us what to do. 
You said, whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be delivered. We're all whosoever. You said, call upon me in the day of trouble, and I will deliver thee, and thou shalt glorify me. In Jesus' name. Thank you for bearing with me, Lord. Thank you for bearing with me, saints. You said in First Timothy chapter 2, <clears throat> you told us, I exhort therefore that first of all, supplications, prayers, intercessions, and giving of thanks be made for all men, those that are actually made in your image, Lord, those that have not kind of said, given their, their souls to a different spirit being, Father God, to give thanks for all men, for kings and for all that are in authority, they may lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and honesty. We would like to lead a life in all godliness and honesty. And Libya, have a peaceable life, Father God. For this is good and acceptable in sight of God our Savior. Thank you, Father, for sending your Son to be the Savior of the world. Thank you for keeping us as the apple of your eye. <clears throat> as we want to keep you as the apple of our eye, even as we were meditating on, on Hebrews uh, chapter 12, fixing our eyes on Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. Because we don't necessarily know what to do, but our eyes are on you, Lord. And Jesus said he can only do what he sees the Father do. So we have to keep looking to you, Lord, the author and finisher of faith, to know what you want us to do. But this is good and acceptable in the sight of God our Savior. And your eyes are red with wine. <clears throat> so, Father God, in Jesus' name, thank you for being in Jesus, reconciling the world unto yourself, who will have all men to be saved. That's what you want. You want all men to be sozo, saved, healed, delivered, preserved, and made whole, <clears throat> and come to the knowledge of the truth. And not just those in Taiwan, not just those in Russia, not just those in China not just those in Texas, in every area, Father God. For there is one God, one creator God, who created heaven and earth by his word, and one mediator between God and men, the man Christ Jesus. Not Mary. One, one mediator. Jesus, you are that mediator. Who gave himself a ransom for all to be testified in due time. Thank you for laying down your blood, your soul for us, Lord, to redeem us, to ransom us back from the devil, Father. We give you praise. We thank you, Jesus for saying, not my will, but thy will be done. And we thank you for the blood of sprinkling that speaketh better things than that of Abel. In Jesus' name. So we bind every ungodly spirit in Jesus' name, according to Matthew 18, 18, in agreement, in Jesus' name, because of the blood of the covenant. Every spirit is going to kill, steal, and or destroy. Not only all spirits of Zeus, all spirits of presumption, all spirits of Leviathan are bound. Every spirit behind the New World Order agenda to try to kill, steal, and or destroy, coming against those you created in your image, Heavenly Father, are bound. Because Jesus said, whatever you bind on earth is bound in heaven. And Jesus said, the things I have done, you will do, and greater things than these. Together with the body of Christ, we are in agreement in Jesus' name, according to Matthew 18, 19. In Jesus' name, you Satan, all your underlings are perpetually continually bound, not just Zeus, not just every spirit is seeking to kill, steal, and or destroy, not just coming against the children in Taiwan and the children in Texas and all the children in every nation, every spirit seeking to kill, steal, and or destroy, coming against all the saints, are perpetually, continually bound in Jesus' name. For this purpose, the Son of God was manifest. He might destroy the works of the devil, it says in 1 John 3, 8. And Jesus says in the Gospel of John, chapter 17, the beginning of the chapter, Father, and in verse 4, I have finished the work thou gavest me to do. And it says in Hebrews 2.14, For as much then as the children are partakers of flesh and blood, 
he himself likewise took part, katabatera, of the <coughs> of the flesh. It might destroy him that had. guess <coughs> I need to look that up. <coughs> who had the power? But Jesus, Jesus has all. The devil doesn't have that power anymore. In Hebrews two fourteen, and deliver them. We're in, come back to verse. Hebrews two fourteen. For as much then as the children are partakers of flesh and blood, and we are, we're physical beings. He also himself, Jesus Christ, the Word of God, is from eternity past. Likewise, took part of the same that through death, <clears throat> he was not put to death spiritually; he's put to death physically. That might destroy him that had the power of death, that is the devil. <clears throat> Father, every spirit coming against Doctor Sabrina's voice, my voice, Bill Pringle's voice, every spirit of attack coming against all your saints, bound and get every ungodly spirit. We submit ourselves to you, King Jesus. We submit ourselves to you, Heavenly Father, by the power of your Spirit. We yield to you. We say, not our will, your will be done. And we resist the devil because of the blood of the covenant. Because we overcome the accuser of the brethren by the blood of the Lamb, the word of our testimony. We don't love our natural lives as much as we love Jesus because he loves us so much. Even before we ever got around to repenting of our sins, and we do repent and renounce all of our sins. That's what leads us. That's what guides us. He's guiding us with his eyes. He says, hey, this is my commandment that you love one another as I have loved you. Well, how did he love us? Oh, we hung on the tree for the joy that was set before him. How could that be joy? He could not have been very comfortable there with the nails, and not just that. He was His father, Father God, had been one with him, eternity past, had turned his back on him for a set, just a moment because he became sin for us. Thank you, Father. You made him a new no sin to be sin for us. So we can look to you, Jesus, and say, oh, we're in a, we're in the body of Christ. It's not the same as in those in Islam and other religions or the whatever. They, they do things because they have to do it. Because they have to do it by religious might. Well, some of the Jewish people think they have to do it. They have to keep the law to please God. We do it because you loved us first. We do it out of love. Because love overcomes all sin, all evil, pride, rebellion, which we bind. Every one of those spirits of proud wrath Leviathan, every spirit seeking to kill, steal, and or destroy. We cancel their assignments to all the children, including all the mind control spirits coming through computer games, coming through the words teachers use in schools, coming through the words coming from from the movies, coming from the words coming from politicians who are speaking. They're just mouthpieces for different spirits using them. All the controlling spirits are bound, including all the trigger tones, trigger words. All the triggers come from Manchurian-type candidates. We cast their assignments to each and every one that have been trolled individually and corporately. Every spirit of mass insanity, every spirit of mass hypnosis, mass psychosis are bound. All spirits brought in by ungodly fear, because God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. And we've not received the spirit of bondage again to fear, but the spirit of adoption, whereby we cry, Abba, Father, thank you, Father, thank you, Father. You love us more than we can ever imagine what real love is. When none of us have, some of us had wonderful dads, natural dads, but very few of us have had a, a real dad in, in the flesh that loved us anywhere like you do, Father, God, to send your son to, to take to pay that price. Father Abraham showed us a little type and a shadow when he was willing to offer Isaac, which was totally opposite of what the way you normally do things, Father. You don't want people to sacrifice their children. But in this case, Father Abraham said, well, okay, if this is what you want me to do, so Father, we may have to make sure we really hear you. And Father Abraham had to hear, hear you not just once, but keep hearing you. 
when he pulled out the knife or the dagger or whatever just to slay Isaac, who was willing to be bound by his father, and even as Jesus was willing to be nailed to that tree in our place, taking our cup of cursing, and we thank you that you did that, Jesus. We thank you for Galatians 3:13 and 14. For Christ hath redeemed us from the curse of the law, being made a curse for us. For it is written, Cursed is everyone that hangeth on the tree, that the blessing of Abraham might come on the Gentiles, that we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. You told us to believe in, your, in the name of your Son, Father. That's a commandment in 1 John 3. You command us to love one another, love the people, and to believe in the name of your Son. I believe that has to do with bowing down and receiving the blood covenant. Because without the shedding of blood is no remission. And all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. But we do repent, renounce. And if we do receive your blood covenant, Father, that the devil can see, but you see too, Father. He said, when I see the blood upon the houses where you are, the plague shall not be upon you to destroy you. The United Nations cannot control. The WHO cannot control. The demons in the global elite cannot control. The human beings you created in your image and you have made free. Thank you for the glorious liberty of the children of God. We thank you for that. We thank you, Father God. Where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. And we thank you for setting us free from ungodly fear, from pride, presumption, untimely judgment. Because all judgment belongs to you, Lord Jesus. Father's given all judgment into your hands. Even as you point out in the Gospel of John, chapter 5, and several other places, like it says in John 5:27, Jesus speaking, and has given him, that is, the Son, given him authority to execute judgment because he is the Son of Man. Because Jesus came in the flesh, he knows what it is to be a human being. He was fully God and fully human. He did humble himself and divested himself of his divinity. And all those miracles and everything he did, he did it by the indwelling presence of the Holy Spirit, Father. And that's why Jesus did the things that I have done, you can do, and greater things than these. That's why we can speak to the weather and the atmosphere and not worry about tornadoes and other things. Father, we ask you to bind up all those spirits that the global elite, even as some of the politicians have said before, the weapons in the, in the coming war, in the coming world, uh, this was, uh, who was it? Uh, anyway, one of the politicians some time ago said it's going to be controlling the weather. So we bind up all the demons and all those spirits they're trying to use to control the weather, whether it's harp or some other mechanisms, Father God. We know way, way back in the Vietnam War, they seeded the clouds and they used all kinds of things. We know, Father God, the CIA has been using all kinds of things, not just to create Manchurian-type candidates, Father God, but where people are just doing the bidding of a handler. We bind all the communications between the handlers and all the Manchurian candidates globally particularly in the United States and every nation in Jesus' name, including all those trying to cause people to be gripped by ungodly fear. We bind every spirit of ungodly fear as we have a holy, holy reverence of you, Heavenly Father, and of you, King Jesus. Because the fear of the Lord tendeth to life. He that hath it shall abide satisfied. He shall not be visited with evil. Like it says in Proverbs 19.23, what does it mean to fear God? Oh, because we're all going to stand before the judgment seat of Christ. We want to hear, well done, good and faithful servant. We want to hear, well done. We don't want to hear, um, I had this thing against you, just like the Lord talks about the different churches in the book of Revelation. Some people say, well, I repented, you know, 50 years ago, 10 years ago. 
I don't have to do that anymore. No, no, the Bible says I die daily. Die to selfishness. Die to idolatry. Die to carrying grudges. So, Father, we know that the battle is not against people. It's against the demons that are operating through some of them, like this young person who was very confused and very tormented. Father, we ask you to deliver all those in harm's way, Father God, not just those. And we pray for the children and the family members of all those children that were, we bind every spirit of trauma, every spirit of emotional trauma, mass psychosis, every spirit of mass control, mass psychosis, every spirit of trying to call people to say, oh, it's the guns that are the problem. We have to get rid of the guns. Um, um, I, I think if you leave a gun on a shelf, it can't really hurt anybody. Uh, I, I think it's, uh, somebody has to pick it up. I mean, otherwise, people have been injured in car accidents. I, I volunteered many years as a paramedic and many years before that as an EMT. And I saw all kinds of people, not just the few broken bones and things, but some people were killed by cars. Does that mean nobody should be able to drive? Well, some people might think that. And some people have been choking on chicken bones. Maybe nobody should be able to eat chicken. Some people think that, too. You know, some people think that, oh, you know, maybe maybe some people had, had problems with swallowing a little a little item, maybe nobody should have any little items around, like the, the top of a little uh, lip balm or whatever. So, Father, we ask you to help us all to think calmly and logically. And Satan, you remain bound. Every spirit of Zeus remains bound. We ask for your divine intervention adjudication. And we thank you, Jesus, that you are that judge. And you're going to judge it, just like you said. Because, Father, you said you've given him the Son of Man. Authority execute judgment also because he is the Son of Man. And you are the Lord of Lords and King of Kings, as Pastor Sabrina read in Revelation, uh, where is that, in 1916, in Jesus' name. And your word is forever settled in heaven. Yes, the earth is going to be changed. You're going to wrap it up like people change their clothes. And there's a new heaven and a new earth coming. And we know that you did judge the earth once with water. And we know you're going to judge the earth with fire coming up. And it talks about that toward the end of Isaiah. talks about that in Second Peter. But, Father God, it says we've all been crucified with Christ. We read that psalm 20 and this is where there's about a uh, kind of a it says it says that god will provide himself a lamb for a burnt offering that's what the prophet father abraham said that god will provide himself a lamb for a burnt offering as we reckon ourselves dead to the old man dead to pride and fear and worry and oh how am i going to make it next week well who knows if there's going to be another tomorrow we might be in heaven then you know we might be here for another 40 years. We don't know. Only Father God knows. Jesus doesn't even know when he's supposed to come back and go get his bride. Help us all get our wedding dresses ready. Yes, we're not transgenders, but we're, you're looking for that bride, the dressed and righteous. We keep on the, the breastplate, of, breastplate of righteousness, Lord. Not our righteousness, your righteousness. And we thank you for that, Lord. And righteousness delivers from death, like it says in the beginning of Proverbs 10 and 11. And we thank you for rending unto man your righteousness so we don't have to worry about it because none of us can be perfect in our own bootstraps. No, it's the gift of righteousness because Jesus loved us and washed us from our sins in his own blood. And because of that blood of the covenant, we overcome you, Satan, because of the blood of the covenant. We bind every spirit trying to distract us, cause confusion, every mind control spirit, every spirit behind mass insanity, psychosis, mass hypnotism, every spirit trying to cause the body of Christ to think, oh, we don't have any power against the devil. Um, Excuse me? How much power does Jesus have? Is he the Lord of Lords and King of Kings? Uh, and and uh, do we live and move and have our being in him, like it says in Acts? And does he live in us? 
When the devil looks at us, he can't even see us anymore. He just sees Jesus. Because Pat Holiday talked about it many times, about we're protected by the blood. That's the blood. Thank you for being a wall of fire around about and the glory in the midst. When we drink into one spirit with you, Lord, we thank you for the Holy Ghost fire coming all over us. Because Jesus came to baptize us with the Holy Ghost and Holy Fire. And we don't rejoice because the devils are still just known to us. But we rejoice that our names are written in heaven. So we bind up every one of these spirits. Trying to steal, kill, and destroy financially, trying to steal our peace and our joy in Jesus' name. Jesus says, but I will see you again, and your heart shall rejoice in your joy. No man take it from you in John chapter 16 and verse 22. No one can steal our joy. You said, fear not, little flock. It's your Father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. Thank you, Father, for giving us the kingdom. In Jesus' name, from our position seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, we bind up all these spirits trying to steal, counter, destroy, trying to create the images, of, and most of it's just psychological warfare. But there's the trappings of the kinetic and the stuff that's been going on over in Ukraine. And yes, some of it's real, but some of it's not being properly reported. Some of it's just the Azov, uh, whatever they are, Nazis that are killing their own Ukrainian people and blaming it on the Russians. And some of it maybe be the Russians because no human being's perfect. But we thank you, Father God. Some of the people in Washington may actually want to take care of the human beings that are called U.S. citizens, even though they may not uh, all want to do that, but some of them may. Father, we ask for the divine help, Father God, for your intervention concerning the trying to estrange, and we know what it really is. It's just the global central banks want to cause Russia to be put over there in a little separate thing. They're, they're trying to get them separated so that people... People cannot deal with them financially and cause them to be weakened because they're still trying to take over the world. Like that little cartoon, Pinky and the Brain. What are you trying to do? Oh, we're going to take over the world today. I know it's so silly, but it's actually what they're trying to do. Father God, we bind every one of these spirits of ungodly control, just like every spirit of Leviathan, every spirit of presumption, every spirit of humanism, intellectual pride, and idolatry, including Klaus Schwab's advisor, who thinks, well, we're like gods. We don't believe in the God that lives up in the clouds. They don't believe in him. He supposedly Jewish extraction. I don't know what kind of Jewish person. Maybe not. But, Father God, we know about how they made the distinction between people who are real Jews, actually believe in the Torah, and people just call themselves Jews, just like there's some people who call themselves Christians but actually worship idols, like the idolatry of self. That's not a Christian. A Christian worships the greater, the great, the great God who lives in in heaven and his son who came to earth to reveal the name of his father to us and we thank you father for your intervention in every situation not just considering what's going on in this thing but with team taiwan the thing trying to relegate russia to being put in a little thing under uh, some uh, world economic forum footstool in jesus name because russia has all kinds of clever plans and they have a we ask for your divine intervention adjudication all these things father in jesus name we ask you to expose what's going on, not just the Planned Parenthood. I think a lot of these things have been exposed. We thank you for hasting your word to perform. You say you'll expose those things, Father God, not only in Matthew 10:26, Mark 4:22, and Luke 8:17, and there are many other places, but including even in Daniel, Father, in Jesus, in Daniel chapter two, and in Luke 8:17. Jesus speaking says, for nothing is secret that the devil's up to. Nothing is secret that it shall not be made manifest, neither anything hid that it shall not be known and come abroad. And Father, Father, forgive this nation, Father God, for the ritual sacrifice 
of, of human beings to Satan, because that's basically what's been going on with this Planned Parenthood abortion business and all the Genesis and all those, Father God, not just the Bill Gates, but you said no weapon formed against us will prosper, and every tongue that shall rise against thee in judgment thou shalt condemn, for this is the heritage of the servants of the Lord. And you cannot lie. It's impossible for God to lie. Help me, Jesus. Help me, Father. Can Jesus help us all to pray the way you want? Thank you, Holy Ghost. Thank you for not leaving us as orphans, Father. And you said in Matthew sixteen eighteen, Jesus says, And I say unto thee, Thou art Peter, and upon this rock, which I believe is a rock of revelation, and not just Peter in the Roman Catholic Church, I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. We think the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. No gates will prevail against it, because Jesus, you are in that gate. You take the battle to the gate. You're the authority, the absolute complete authority in heaven and on earth, even as it is written. In Isaiah, where is that, Lord? Isaiah 28. Verse 6. For a spirit of judgment, for him that sitteth in judgment, and for strength to them that turn the battle to the gate. We don't exalt our own gate. <clears throat> we, all are, we may have authority in our own household, like Pat and Sabrina, uh, uh, not Pat, well, in the past she's talked about it too. And Brother Bill and Dr. Sabrina talked about Forgive me, Lord, for saying that wrong. And for a spirit of judgment to him that sitteth in judgment, for strength to, to them that turn the battle to the gate. Jesus, you said in John 10, 7 and 9, I am the gate. You're the gate. You're the door. So we turn the battle to the gate, and we ask for your divine intervention adjudication, not just concerning what's going on between the United States and China, the United States and Russia, the United States, the political establishment, Father God, and those to bow the knees to worship Satan, whether in the Sonic Lodges or wherever else it is, Father God. And we ask you to deliver all of the children in our flesh in Jesus' hands. We thank you for doing so, Father God, and overturning the horrific abortion. You said, if you do not have to anything left, I'll be done with all this in heaven. And for many years, many people and many friends of the project have been saying that you overturn not just over the slave, you overturn this demonic sacrifice of a
to do what you want to weep more than Thank you, Father God, for giving us some supernatural peace. 